the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast, the podcast for mental grit and resilience. Hosted by V. Binga and Tim Ganley. Hello, this is Tim. And this is V. And we welcome you to another episode of the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast. This is part two of the four goals of life. And there's going to be at least two more parts to this. Yes. If not more. (laughs) Stay tuned. We'll be right back. So we're back and we're talking about Dharma. And your Dharma would be to subscribe and share. With everyone you know and you don't know. So when we left off, we were talking about Vivekananda. Yes. A little bit about uh, his thoughts on mysticism, right? Yes. Uh, Swami Vivekananda was saying, ignore anything mystical, anything that weakens you. Know how strong you are. Have a faith in yourself. In fact, we said um, that uh, one of the quotes that Swami Vivekananda said was that the greatest religion is to be true to your own nature. And at another time, he actually said that the only religion that ought to be taught is the religion of fearlessness. Hmm. So what do you mean by fearlessness? Uh, Basically, don't be afraid of anything. I don't buy that. <laughs> I know. Exactly. That's not it. Um, you, people think, oh, that person is fearless. They are not afraid of anything. No, that's not it. It's the fearlessness or the courage, the strength that comes from knowing that you are a part of something bigger. In other words, the strength that you gain from letting go and letting God. Yes, I I know that uh, you're talking about being afraid is to be fearless. But I remember I was involved in a lot Mm -hmm. of search warrants and a lot of takedowns. Mm -hmm. And there was a group of us, usually six to eight of us, that Mm -hmm. would be in a van Mm -hmm. or in a whole bunch of cars or whatever. And... All of us were always afraid. It was, we we did the job, but I don't really know any of them that walked out of it saying, oh, I'm not afraid. In fact, our team leader at the time said, if you're not afraid, you need to quit. Yes. Because you were not doing... Because then you put not just yourself, but everybody else in danger. Basically, you are a psychopath if you're not afraid. So being fearless is, is not really true. No, being fearlessness, being fearless is having strength because you know that you are part of something bigger and you have come to terms with it. You've come to terms with what your dharma is, right? Yes, you've, you've created peace with yourself and your dharma. It's so... You are afraid that you are afraid that you are going to die. You are afraid that you are going to get injured. You are still afraid, but you are at peace with it because you are doing, you are staying true to yourself. You are doing your duty for yourself and your community at that time. And you also know that you are part of something bigger. So 
this life is part of something bigger. Yes. So we always looked at it. We were part of the team. Exactly. And if we failed the team, it, so it wasn't so much about us dying. It was more about our teammate being hurt, our it, teammate dying. It wasn't us dying, you know, each person. It was more about us keeping everybody going in, coming out alive. Exactly. And everybody inside coming out alive. Yes. Following the path of least harm for that time. And the path of least harm at that time is what is good, what's the best for the community and the environment. It is, it's a very, it, it's a very complicated concept actually. Uh, but uh, a good example is uh, in Sparta, right? Uh, the 300 Spartans and 700 Thespians, the Battle of Thermopylae that everybody has is in history. Yeah, yeah. has seen it in the movie too. And actually the movie depicts it pretty well, I would say, the 300. So uh, they knew they were going to die and they, they were afraid. They, they were still not, uh, not happy, not joyful about it, but they were content because they were doing their duty. Uh, and they were going to have a glorious death because that w matched what their dharma was. Yes. And uh, actually in ancient Sparta, they were saying, with your shield or on it, right? You are not welcome back. Yes. You either come back with your shield or you come back carried on your shield. Yes. And, and you know, you were talking earlier, and I'll jump the gun on this, uh -huh. is that... Uh, you know, it didn't matter about your helmet. It didn't matter about the sword. It didn't matter about the spear. It did matter about the shield because the sword and the spear and the helmet protected your person. The shield protected your partner. Yes. And that's huge. That's huge. We are part of something bigger. And the moment we start realizing that, it makes everything so much easier then we can do a lot more because it's about the greater good, not just us. It's about the full community. The full community, the whole ecosystem in the broader sense. It's um, That whole fearlessness is, is pretty amazing. Yes. So what else does he talk about? Uh, Swami for, the, for the Dharma aspect. Uh, Swami Vivekananda says that um, it doesn't even matter what your Dharma is. It, it doesn't matter what you're doing as long as, as, you, as long as you are doing it with reverence, staying true to yourself and not being attached to the outcome. So... Explain. If you are not attached to the outcome, then you you are doing whatever it takes, being fully immersed into it, not worrying about the the details, not worrying about what might happen, letting God in. And letting go and letting God in. And that's another uh, Greek term, which is? Enthusiasm. You're doing whatever you're doing with God. E-N means within. 
and theos, enthusiasm. You are following God's lead or you have God within you, even better. So whenever you do something with enthusiasm, you're doing something great. Exactly. And you are not worried about the outcome. You you're... don't even think about the outcome. No, no, exactly. You don't even think about the outcome. Not only worry, you don't even think about it. Because you know that what, whatever happens, it's for the greater good. All that matters is what you are doing right then and there, which is also part of the state of flow that you've heard us mention before. But that's what it is. You are fully immersed in that moment. It's not what you do. It is how you do it. So if you do something great, but you despise doing it, that's not as good as doing something okay, but loving it. Exactly. Exactly. Actually, his exact words are, no man is to be judged by the mere nature of his duties, but all should be judged by the manner and the spirit in which they perform them. Very good. So we'll be right back to talk more about Dharma. Stay tuned. Do you like what you hear? The Spartan Mind Strength Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts and all other popular podcast destinations. Please subscribe today and consider leaving us a rating and review. It helps us spread the word and help others find our content. Don't forget to leave a comment and any questions you may have. Tim and V would love to hear from you. And we're back, and we're talking about Dharma. Now, you, or we've, taught uh, the four goals of life at almost every one of our teacher trainings. And in them, you would mix Sanskrit and English and uh, Greek. And it made it a lot easier for a lot of people to understand it. Instead of just using Sanskrit and English, explaining the greek terms of it also is very because it it's very westernized i guess it would be considered yeah <laughs> uh and a term that you would use which was ancient greek mm -hmm. uh to explain how you don't follow your dharma is amartya uh, when you do not perform your dharma you are performing amartya, and amartya means missing your mark. And that's an ancient Greek term for From archery, archery. yes, missing your target, yes. missing your mark. And uh, today it, it actually has transferred into modern day Greek, yes. and that is... Uh, me, uh, it translates to sin. Ah. Not performing your duty in life, your purpose in life, missing your mark, is creating a sin. So, and that's how Greek the, translations are. Exactly, it. yes. In the Greek Orthodox religion, that's what they teach. So, it's missing your mark is a sin. So, yes. not following your Dharma is, is a sin. Yes, you are wasting your time on earth. Okay, which is very interesting because I'm going to bring in a stone that was found uh, in Afghanistan yep, in the mid 20th century. Yes, I read your mind. <laughs> yes. So go ahead and explain what, why that stone's important. Okay. Because we found a lot of stones everywhere. Yeah. Why is this stone important? Uh, that uh, rock inscription has um, 
two languages and uh, on one side it contains Aramaic this uh, ancient language Aramaic okay an ancient language and it has the word Dharma and on the other side it contains ancient Greek and it has the word Efsevia. Efsevia means the highest form of reverence for anything and everything. Efsevia is actually the opposite of amartia, of sin. So if you're doing sin, you're not doing... Efsevia. Or if you're not doing sin, you're not doing your dharma. Exactly. Very interesting. And that inscription dates back to the Indian Emperor Ashoka, and uh, it was created in 258 BC. So Dharma means a lot more than, than just be, oh, your Dharma is to teach yoga. Exactly. Yes. It is, it is, it is amazing. It shows so much. And... It shows the importance of the four goals because Dharma is the foundation of the four goals. And Dharma is reverence, or at least used to be, in uh, reverence for anything and everything at any point in time. And it also shows that the cultures were communicating yes. and had so much in common. I know that uh, we just uh, finished a uh, Ayurvedic conference. Yes. And a lady there was telling us how she's talking to people, and she's from India. Yeah. And she's talking to people in India who are finding historical references showing that people from all over the world would come and meet and talk back in the BCs. So it wasn't just uh, today with the World Web. Yep. Uh, it was all the time great minds got together to discuss and and create. Yes. They, they, pe people have so much in common. And we just don't remember that. And we try to take ownership of things. Yes. It's more than just this culture did it. That culture, it's all the cultures created greatness. Exactly. Because the human need is always the same. And human thriving is always about the same. So it's great. I'm going to cut this to short here. <laughs> uh, we know what Dharma is. Mm -hmm. uh, but why does it matter if we can't do it? How do we find what our Dharma is? You know, it... Do we just get a guru Go and they, reader, yep, right? yeah, and they tell us what it <laughs> yes. is? You're, 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 so what do you do to create your dharma? I was told at one of my schools that uh, the only thing you can do is either you get a guru to tell you mm -hmm. or you sit and meditate for many, many days and mm -hmm. it will come to you. What's your concept on that? Well, first of all, we need to remember that uh, we have multiple dharmas at the same time because we, we live in this life with different roles. And our dharma can change from moment to moment. 
It has to change. It has to change, actually, yes. So a guru would have to be just sitting with you constantly telling yes. you what you're to do. Convenient, huh? Uh-huh. Um, we also need to remember that we are not alone. We are a part of something greater. We are part of a human community and a greater community and when animals and plants. So everything we do affects the whole community. And as long as the everything we do follows the path of least harm, not least resistance, least harm, the path of least harm for the greater community, we, we are doing something good. And the reason I'm saying the path of least harm is because everything we do should benefit, hmm. right? Always. It, it should be for the greater good. Mm -hmm. But by us just breathing, by us just walking, by us wearing clothes, by us eating, we cause some damage. damage. We cause harm, we kill things, it's a constant. Yes. You can't just not, you can't sit. Yes. For 24 hours a day, and even then you're still killing things around you. Exactly. And you're killing yourself. Because uh, I remember one of my teacher trainings I went to, I was there with this uh, great couple, mm -hmm. uh, very, very nice people, they were Hare Krishnas. Mm -hmm. And they flew there. Mm -hmm. And so they flew from one state to this state to take this course, and they kept saying they don't want to kill things, so they would take the bugs off of the plants before they ate them, but yet they flew there and drove there and did all these things. How can you not kill when you're killing? Yes. It's the path of, uh, yeah, it's the path of least harm. Are you... Are you making this place, Earth, a better place than you found it uh, while following the path of least harm? Are you following your higher self? Like, ask yourself, what would my better self say watching me do this? Well, I guess your better self would say you're at the 20-minute mark. Say goodbye. <laughs> Until next time, much, much love from both of us. Namaste kala. May we all be well, adapt, and thrive. If you found today's show helpful, please give us a rating, a review, or both and subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. As always, namaste kala, which in Greek means, may we all be well. This program, Copyright True Fitness Incorporated, all rights reserved.